the 10 most severe cases of Trump derangement syndrome caused by coronavirus. Mr. Reagan. Coronavirus has caused more than a biological pandemic. It's also caused a psychological one. Throughout the course of this pandemic, I've seen the media suffer the most severe cases of TDS ever. Let's go through them now. I've actually shortened this to nine, so... Number nine, Trump destroys CNN reporter. This more or less speaks for itself. Let's watch. I'd also like to ask you about some comments you made on Friday. Uh, You were talking about governors of different states, and you said, I want them to be appreciative. Uh, You also said, if they don't treat you right, I I don't call. Uh, These are direct direct quotes, sir. Excuse me. Ready? 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 Take a look at what I said. I want them to be appreciative of me, okay? And then you cut it off because it's fake news. You and of your administration, absolutely. Please, let me just finish the... You just said it again, and you know the answer's a lie. You know that I could your read you your full comments, sir, let, let me that just would say, look, be easier. Your statement and your response and your answer is a lie, because here's the story. You ready? I said, I want you to be appreciative of me, and then you go on, and then I go on, and you cut it off. But it says you because said, when you're not— I want them to be appreciative. I don't want them to say things that aren't true. I want them to be appreciative. We've done a great job. And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about Mike Pence, the task force. I'm talking about Thank FEMA, you. the Army Corps of Engineers. Thank you. But then- this was so great, what Trump did here, because this is such a nasty tactic of leftist reporters. Trump praises his administration. But the guy, in asking the question about how Trump's going to support various states throughout the country— He includes in his question a clipped quote, which gives the impression that Trump thinks that the governors should be appreciative of him alone. And Trump is right. This is clearly the impression that the reporter is trying to give by cutting up Trump's quote in this way. This is something that leftist reporters have been doing since Trump was first elected. And I love that he's calling them out on this stuff. Coming up, the media's attack on Trump over hydroxychloroquine. But first, I have to sell you something. You know the biggest fear that people have in situations like the one now with the stock market? It's not actually losing money. You'd be surprised. No, the biggest fear is losing their status with their family and their friends. Those people who've always looked up to you. The idea of working at the checkout at your local supermarket when all your old friends are playing golf or on vacation like you used to be, that is soul-destroying. Gold has risen. You ignored it and you lost out. This has been on the cards for a while now, and this bull market in gold actually started in 2015. But if you didn't take action before, it's not too late. Putting some precious metals into an IRA or 401k rollover gives you a safety net against anything bad that's coming. Or you might just have some cash sitting in the bank making less than one half of 1%, and you've been meaning to move it into something different. Get gold or silver into your hands. Noble Gold has helped thousands of clients just like you. Call them now at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Or hit the link below and see how they can help you. Number eight, the media's attack on Trump over hydroxychloroquine. Now... A drug called chloroquine, and some people would add to it hydroxy, hydroxychloroquine. It is known as a malaria drug, and it's been around for a long time, and it's very powerful. But the nice part is it's been around for a long time. So we know that if, it, if, if things don't go as uh, planned, it's not going to kill anybody. When you go with a brand new drug, you don't know that that's going to happen. You have to see and you have to go long test. But this has been used in different forms, very powerful drug in different forms. And it's shown very encouraging, very, very encouraging early results. 
and we're going to be able to make that drug available almost immediately. And uh, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. Trump's statements about hydroxychloroquine were widely criticized on leftist media. Stephen Collinson over at CNN wrote, quote, Trump peddles unsubstantiated hope in dark times. The Washington Post said, quote, Trump is giving people false hope of coronavirus. It's all snake oil. The press was also critical because they said that people would hoard hydroxychloroquine and that those who need it for other maladies wouldn't be able to get it. But I know a little bit about this, actually. First, I don't think there are a lot of Americans dying from malaria at the moment. But the drug is also used for arthritis. Now, I have arthritis. I have an arthritic condition that I've dealt with since childhood. It's called ankylosing spondylitis. It's a nasty little bastard of a disease. And I've annoyingly had to take a variety of medications for it all my life. And let me tell you this. There are tons of medications for every kind of arthritis. Now, it seems that hydroxychloroquine is most commonly used for lupus, but same deal. There are alternatives. If there's no hydroxychloroquine, doctors can prescribe something else. No one is suffering because they can't get this drug at the moment, except for people who are dying of coronavirus. Honestly, leftists are morons. Because look, here's the thing. Hydroxychloroquine, according to reports, really does seem to be an effective treatment against coronavirus. Dr. Oz said this about it the other day. Mr. Vice President, the, the French physician who conducted the small pilot study showing that a malaria drug, it's called hydroxychloroquine, which is a basically malaria pill, and ZPAC, which is azithromycin, stops the coronavirus infection, told me on my show that denying these medications, I'm going to quote him, is unethical. In fact, I think they're going into like hyperproduction of this drug in order to save as many lives as possible, which is great, right? We should all be thrilled, but not according to the mainstream media. These people hate Donald Trump so much that they're criticizing him for reporting totally valid news about a drug that might effectively treat a pandemic causing virus. Unbelievable. Number seven, the aquarium cleaner. Oh man. This is sad. So as we all know by now, this older couple tragically ingested aquarium cleaner because they saw that the ingredients included chloroquine phosphate, and they incorrectly believed that this would inoculate them against the coronavirus. Instead, it killed the old man and it hospitalized the wife. But you know, it wasn't hydroxychloroquine. It was aquarium cleaner. But nevertheless, the woman went on MSNBC and she blamed Trump for her mistake and the press went crazy. They all jumped on the story and they went along with this idea that it was somehow Trump's fault. Did you did you see the president's press conference? Where did you hear about? Yeah. Yeah, we saw the, we saw his press conference. It was on a lot actually. And then what and then what did you did you seek out chloroquine? I had it in my house because I, I used to have koi fish. And my fish, it came out at one point and I used them and it really helped them. And I can't remember what all. Like I had to clean the tank and that's how, I mean, I, I was in the pantry stacking dog food and I just saw it sitting in the back shelf and said, hey, isn't that that stuff they're talking about on TV? And yeah, it was. And so you used to clean the fish tanks with it? Yeah, my koi fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then did you did you mix it with anything, or how did you guys consume it? Yeah, we mixed it with soda. It was very bitter and terrible. With soda? Yes. And then did you pretty immediately start to feel bad? 
Now there's a guy on Twitter who I think had the best response to this incident. He goes by at Vaughn is tired and he posted this. When doctors say you need to increase the potassium in your diet, would this be a good solution? And there it shows at the bottom of the drain cleaner, potassium hydroxide as one of the ingredients. And this is perfect. This is exactly right. I mean, it's obvious to most of us. And yeah, okay. I mean, I do sympathize with the old couple who made this mistake. But I do think most people kind of think, really? You, you thought that was going to be safe? I mean, drinking aquarium cleaner? I mean, it is tragic. But it is a pretty bonkers mistake to make. Number six, Heidi Presbilla's absurdly long tweet. So, all the news media idiots are jumping on this and blaming Trump, which is mental. But the best one, I think, came from an MSNBC reporter by the name of Heidi Presbilla. For the most part, she's a pretty bland, facts-only political reporter who says things like this. You are reporting us? Yes. Really? Oh, well, I mean, you're, you're blurry. And now I have to sell you something, a Russian bride. This woman's name is Elena. She'll cook, she'll clean, but she does require Gucci belts. If you make over $1 million. I'm, I'm driving to her friend. All right, hey, taking off. It's good to see you, Elena. Bye-bye. Number six, Heidi Presbilla's absurdly long tweet. For the most part, she's a pretty bland, facts-only political reporter who says things like this. These numbers and what you see happening in the Senate show that the expectation in Congress and from the public is that there will be disclosure. Mostly she talks about political strategy, not her own opinion, but rather what the major players in the Democrat and the Republican parties are doing. She's a leftist, of course, but she tends to keep her opinions to herself, and I respect that. But then the other day, she fell for the narrative that it's Trump's fault that these old people drank the aquarium cleaner, and she went all in. She posted this insane, rambling Twitter post, just went on and on and on. And she totally mischaracterizes what happened as well. If you didn't know what happened, the way she puts it, it looks like the couple actually took the right drug, hydroxychloroquine, when that's not true at all. Not until like a gazillion other posts in the thread does she finally acknowledge in the very last bit that, quote, the toxic ingredient that they consumed was not the medication form of chloroquine used to treat malaria in humans. Instead, it was an ingredient listed on a parasite treatment for fish. And I don't know if she posted that like at the very end to hide that fact or because she only figured it out way later, and so just kind of threw it in there as a kind of disclaimer? I, I don't know. You probably should have led with that, you useless fake news hack. But I'll tell you what, the, the, the craziest thing isn't really her tweet. I mean, that was crazy enough. But the problem with tweets like what she presented there, the people who watch CNN and MSNBC and NBC and all these like leftist networks, they actually believe what people like her are saying. They trust her. And so this is, I mean, most of the people responded negatively. Like, for instance, this guy, Eugene Gu, MD, he, he responds, I thought they took chloroquine, the medication, and I didn't know it was fish tank cleaner until the very end of the thread, which is a huge difference in framing in the framing of the story. He goes on, like, 
I don't know if that was intentional or not. I appreciate accurate news that's geared to inform and not just to generate clicks and views, especially in the current age of misinformation. And that's exactly right. I mean, he's spot on. There are a lot of Trump supporters that just tore her to pieces. But then there were a lot of people who actually believed what she was saying. I'll give you just a few examples here. Camilla Duran writes, at Real Donald Trump, you are directly responsible for this. You. (laughs) Denise DeWald, MD, this is a doctor. Uh, She writes, this is why people are supposed to have a medical degree before dispensing medical advice. Wasn't a crime committed here? This is a doctor saying this. Stop listening to reporters on NBC, Denise DeWald, MD. Clearly, they don't know what they're talking about. Somebody by the name of Jen Berman writes, At real Donald Trump is not a freaking doctor. He must immediately, all caps, STOP GIVING ANY MEDICAL ADVICE! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Cameras need to turn off when he does. They are broadcasting these lies. They, too, are accountable. And they did turn off the cameras. We'll get to that in a little bit. Okay, some girl by the name of Sarah California writes, Trump is killing his own MAGA voters. (laughs) These people are crazy. Number five, banning Trump's coronavirus press conferences. I told you I'd get to it. Recently, NPR and CNN have decided to stop airing Trump press conferences because they say he's misleading the American public about coronavirus. And although they haven't stated it, I think it was over the whole hydroxychloroquine thing. Now, just think about this for a minute. This is how th- how crazy this thinking is. The news falsely claims that Trump's wrong about hydroxychloroquine, erroneously blames Trump for an old couple drinking aquarium cleaner, and then bans Trump's press conference broadcasts on the basis of their own false reporting. What? These media outlets have seriously lost it. Number four, Democrat politicians banning the use of hydroxychloroquine for coronavirus. So the governor of Nevada recently restricted doctors from prescribing hydroxychloroquine, stating that he thought there was no consensus about the drug's efficacy. But I think that the most notable case of this kind of banning has been by the insufferably annoying Michigan governor, Gretchen Whitmer. Whitmer recently threatened doctors if they prescribed hydroxychloroquine to treat coronavirus. Seriously. Again, these people hate Donald Trump so much that they're dismissing totally valid news about a drug that might effectively treat a pandemic-causing virus. Seriously unbelievable. But now, apparently, she's somehow realized that the drug might be an effective treatment. And get this, she's actually asking the federal government to send her state more of the drug specifically to treat coronavirus. So yeah, I guess Trump's not such an evil, dangerous fascist after all. A Gretchen? But she'll never admit that, though, will she? Not a chance. Number three, coronavirus is all Trump's fault. (laughs) All right, now this is probably the craziest claim by the press. I mean, the Trump derangement syndrome has gotten so bad that the news is reporting that the whole pandemic, the whole coronavirus pandemic, is all Trump's fault. Just two weeks ago, the head of emergency at Wuhan Central Hospital, Dr. Ai Fen, also went public, saying authorities had stopped her and her colleagues from warning the world. She has now disappeared. Whereabouts? Unknown. How squarely do you put the blame at the feet of that regime? I'm arguing that this entire pandemic rests at the feet of two people, Xi Jinping and Donald Trump. The two most powerful men on earth, of the two most powerful and wealthy nations on earth, both of whom 
sought in their own ways to downplay the significance of the emergence of COVID-19. And really, both of them, I think, are to blame for allowing this to unfold in this horrible form. All right. And then the genius Chelsea Clinton tweeted that people are dying because of Trump. What a moron. Honestly. (laughs) And then Chuck Todd, the clown who hosts NBC's Meet the Press, said this to Joe Biden. Do you think there is blood on the president's hands considering the slow response? Or is that too too harsh of a criticism? I think that's a little too harsh. These people are honestly completely insane. TDS is real, my friends. Number two, the media's attack on the MyPillow guy. The worst thing that I've seen from the press since this whole pandemic and quarantine began has been their attack on Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy. They attacked him for encouraging Americans to pray. This is just unbelievable. Here's what Mike Lindell said at the press conference. God gave us grace on November 8, 2016 to change the course we were on. God had been taken out of our schools and lives. A nation had turned its back on God. And I encourage you to use this time at home to get to home to get back in the word, read our Bibles and spend time with our families. Our president gave us so much hope where just a few short months ago, we had the best economy, the lowest unemployment and wages going up. It was amazing. With our great president, vice president and this administration and all the great people in this country praying daily, we will get through this and get back to a place that's stronger and safer than ever. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. So the media then goes after him for that. Watch. I think these briefings could be, I think, better designed. Uh, The president could come out, say a few words in terms of what his administration is doing, not have uh, these, you know, uh, PR stunts like Mr. Pillow coming out and and giving a plug for his company. He invited the founder of MyPillow to speak, at which point I used MyPillow to scream into. That's right, the founder of MyPillow spoke at a coronavirus press briefing yesterday and encouraged Americans to use the time they're self-isolating to read their Bibles. Oh, I I don't know, between the plague and the false idol next to you, I think the Bible's gonna feel redundant. He invited the founder of a pillow company, MyPillow, that's the name, very creative. Anyway, but it kind of went off the rails when he decided to start talking about the importance of something that actually wouldn't help the majority of Americans right now while applauding Trump. Yeah, this guy's got scam artists written all over him. He didn't just say that in the speech that you saw, he said it multiple times that God chose Donald Trump. These guys are all peas in a lunatic pot. This guy is a massive gargantuan liar. No wonder he likes Donald Trump. It's obviously above my pay grade. I don't make the call that we take him or not, but it seems crazy to me that everyone's still taking them when you got the my pillow guy uh, getting up there talking about reading the Bible. I mean, that is just sick. What Mike Lindell said was precisely what you want good men to be saying to the country at a time like this. It is, it is in fact, so appropriate that even crazy left-wing Hollywood makes Morgan Freeman say stuff like that in movies when it's like the end of the world or whatever. God, whomever you hold that to be, hears all prayers, even if sometimes the answer is no. So may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord lift up his divine countenance upon you and give you peace. And you know what? (laughs) Here's the best part. 
Mike Lindell has converted his pillow factory into a medical mask making factory. Mike Lindell is actively benefiting humanity during the crisis. And these guys are complaining about him talking about prayer. You don't get a better illustration of how disgusting the leftist media is than this. Now, despite the Mike Lindell thing being the most disgusting thing the left has said, it's still not the most severe case of TDS on this list. Number one, the mayor of New Orleans blames Trump for her refusal to cancel Mardi Gras. So the mayor of New Orleans, her name is LaToya Cantrell. She decided that we're just going to let Mardi Gras go ahead despite the coronavirus threat. Which is like, you know, fair. A lot of people weren't taking it quite as seriously as they probably should have at that point, letting these events go forward. And a lot of people got sick. And now I think New Orleans is like the number one hotspot for coronavirus, like the most people are getting it and dying and stuff. So she goes on Wolf Blitzer and she says, this is all Trump's fault. Watch here. Experts say, uh, Mayor, that the Mardi Gras celebrations at the end of February in New Orleans uh, may have actually played a role in accelerating the spread of this virus. More than a million people uh, came to your beautiful city at the time. We're showing some video of that. Do you think Mardi Gras should have been canceled or postponed this year? Leadership matters Uh, when it's not taken seriously at the federal level. It's very difficult. Uh, to transcend down to the local level in making these decisions. If we were given clear direction, we would not have had Mardi Gras, and I would have been the leader to cancel. When it's not taken seriously at the federal level, it's very difficult to transcend down to the local level in making these decisions. Basically, well, I can't do anything unless Trump tells me to. Unless Trump tells me to stop Mardi Gras, I mean, I just don't, I just don't know what to do. She also said that if Trump did tell her to cancel Mardi Gras, she would have done that, and that would have been her leadership. She That would have been on her because she was the leader that did that. If we were given clear direction, we would not have had Mardi Gras and I would have been the leader to cancel. So if Trump doesn't tell her to cancel Mardi Gras, it's his fault that Mardi Gras happened. But then if Trump did tell her to cancel Mardi Gras, she would get the credit for canceling it. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> so Trump loses no matter what, I guess. That's. That's what it is. Of course, in the interview, Wolf Flitzer points out that the Center for Disease Control said on February 12th, we can and should be prepared for this new virus to gain a foothold in the United States, right? And President Trump had announced the travel restrictions to China in late January. So, I mean, he was obviously taking it more seriously than she was. I mean, I guess... I guess now we know. From now on, from now on, we cannot trust the mayor of New Orleans to make any decisions in her city. So Donald Trump, from now on, you have to actually tell her how to run her city. Everything that, every decision she has to make, right, you have to make it for her and send her a little note and tell her to do it. That's your job. What I want to know is how these people get elected. Okay, yes, I know that for whatever reason, black communities tend to almost exclusively vote for black people running for office, which I think is completely insane and racist, but that does tend to happen. All right, so this woman's black, so she gets elected, I guess, whatever. But here's the thing. There are other black people who would be competent as mayor of that city. Why is it that she is elected? Why did the people of New Orleans elect the obviously most incompetent person on earth who won't even take responsibility for her own choices? Obviously, it's the people of New Orleans that are voting this woman into office. Think about it for half a second. Next election, next opportunity you have to vote this woman out, you have to do it. She's an idiot, right? She she can't even stand behind her own decisions. She made the decision. It's so easy to say, look, we made a mistake. This was a terrible decision. We didn't realize the severity of the problem. Something like that, right? Yeah, it doesn't look great, but you don't look like a total weasel 
who, who can't even stand behind their own decision making. I mean, you are the mayor. It was your decision. Just deal with that. Just accept a little responsibility. Worst mayor ever in history. Probably not, but she's she's in there. If I ever make a top 10 worst mayors, I'm definitely throwing her in. All right, well, that's it for me. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. Good night. Together, with God's help, we can and will resolve the problems which now confront us. And after all, why shouldn't we believe that? We are Americans. God bless you and thank you.